Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Here's why your mortgage payment will increase in 2023, 2024, and beyond. Welcome back to the channel. This is Matt Garland, NMLS number 58700, better known as MG the Mortgage Guy. We got my guy Tooks Productions here with us today, as always. This nigga that say nothing. He just smiles. Because <laughs> <laughs> you normally don't introduce me so soon, but. Well, yeah. I know. We're trying things differently now. Who cares? Okay. All right. Um, Straight to the point today, huh? So we got to get to the point. I like that. All right. So let's talk about why your mortgage payment is going to increase. I asked you this question offline. Yeah. I'm going to ask you the question again. Okay. Do you know what an escrow account is? Does it have anything to do with business at all? No. I'm okay, because I always I always thought that had to do with business. Because I heard Nipsey it, say it in a song. Yes, it does okay. have to do with business, but escrow account pertaining to your mortgage no. payments. No, I don't. All right. So for those of you who don't know what an escrow account is when it pertains to your mortgage payment, an escrow account is where is how the bank is managing your property, your real estate property taxes, and okay. your homeowner's insurance policy. Now, I'm bringing this up in this topic today because every single month, I feel like I get a call from someone who is distraught because their mortgage payment went up by several hundred dollars or thousands of dollars. Thousands? And they say, Matt, I have a 30-year fixed rate mortgage. Why is my mortgage payment going up? Well, the easy answer is because your escrow went up. So your mortgage payment is compromised of three components. Okay. Right? It's the principal and interest. Principal and interest. Which gets paid to the bank. Right. Right. For you borrowing the loan. Principal pays back the balance and the interest is the bank that the money makes. Okay. Right. Your property taxes and your homeowner's insurance. We call it pity. P-I. T-I. Type pity in the chat, please. P-I-T-I. With me so far? What does it stand for again? Seriously. <laughs> I no, just, I just said it. Just say, just say what it stands for. Dude, I'm, I'm a very slow learner. Okay. okay? okay. And I have no shame in that because I'm sure there's a ton of people who are. Okay. Once, once I get it, though, I get it. So one more time. Pity. P-I-T-I. Stands for principal, interest, taxes, and insurance. Copy. That is your mortgage payment. So when you get a mortgage statement, 
your payment, let's just say, is $3,000 a month, for example. And if it includes your pity, full pity, that means that $3,000 is being broken down. Probably $2,000 of that is going to your principal and interest payment. And $1,000 is being divided between the property taxes and homeowner's insurance. Let's just say $800 for property taxes monthly and $200 for your homeowner's insurance. Okay. Now, what happens is property taxes are not due monthly. In most counties around the country, let's just say it's due quarterly. Okay. Sometimes it's due semi-annually, right, which you're paying it twice a year. Or some places, it's yearly. But the most common is due quarterly. Okay. Your homeowner's insurance is due annually. So when you close on, when you buy your house, mm-hmm. you, the homeowner, have to pay in full your homeowner's insurance policy. The bank is still going to collect an escrow um, deposit to cover, let's just say your homeowner's insurance is $2,400 a year. Right. We might cover, say, you know what, we're going to collect six, three months, $600 up front right. to start your escrow account with. And every month you're making your mortgage payment, we're going to put $200 into this escrow account that we're managing. And then when the bill is due at the end of the year, we'll pay that in full to cover the the following year. Okay. And every single month that you're making your mortgage payment, that escrow for the property taxes is being saved. And then when the tax bill comes, the bank pays it. Okay. So every single year, the... Our escrow analysis is done on the property. Now, when you get your escrow analysis, most people don't pay attention to it because you'll get it in the mail. And, well, before I go to the escrow analysis, every single year you'll get an asse- your house will get assessed by the town that you live in. Okay. And nine times out of ten, no one's paying attention to that mail that comes from the county that shows what they think your house is worth. See, your property taxes are based on the value of the home that they that the county assesses annually. Annually. Right. Right? So they'll say for the tax year of 24 to 25, 2024 to 2025, your house and our pan is worth 800,000. Okay. So we're going to tax you XYZ percentage. Some and every county is different of their tax rate. Right. Right. It could be one percent. It could be two percent. It could be three percent. It could be one point five percent. So wherever county you live in, ladies and gentlemen, Google what your tax rate is and how they. You can just Google it. What's the tax rate code for property taxes in Nassau County or Suffolk County or Queens Queens County, Kings County, Fulton County, Georgia? Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you can get what your tax rate is. So most people are not paying attention to that assessment. Most people just throw that stuff away because it looks like junk mail, mm. right? So I highly advise everybody, when you when you purchase your home, please look at this assessment that the county is sending you because they're telling you, hey, your taxes, I know when you had this house last year, your taxes were paid $10,000 a year, but your house went up, in our opinion, so now your taxes are 13000 a year. Is that based on uh, modifications done to the house or just it like let's whatever say, they feel like they your so house they, is worth in this market? Wow. Okay. They're doing their own assessment. 
and it could be because you improved it, whatever. Yeah. Right? Like Garland Gardens, my taxes are going to go through the roof once I get reassessed. Gotcha. Because it's not the same house. Yeah. It's a completely different house with all types of new shit <laughs> and square footage and everything. So when you get this reassess, when you get reassessed, and let's just say it went up from ten thousand to thirteen thousand, now what happens? It's a three thousand dollar difference or two hundred and fifty dollars a month. Yeah. So now when the bank gets the new bill, they have to do what? They have to pay those taxes. Even if you don't have the money in your escrow account at that time, the bank will still pay those property taxes because taxes are property taxes are first lien. If your mm-hmm. property taxes are not paid, the town, the county can foreclose and the bank can lose their investment. So they're always going to pay the property taxes no matter what the cost is. Even if you're not making your mortgage payments on time and you're late three, four months, yeah. they're going to make that property tax payment gotcha. regardless. Okay. So when people see that their mortgage payment went up, mm-hmm. it's because nine times out of 10, it's because the property taxes have increased. Now, what has happened over the past few years? Home prices have been up in stock, ladies and gentlemen, 20, 30, 40% appreciation. That's the gift, equity. The curse, property taxes have increased significantly for millions of people across America, which in turn makes their payment more, more, um, makes their payment higher and less affordable because their property taxes have increased. So we love the appreciation, but we have to also understand guys, what comes with appreciation too. And that's an increase of your mortgage payment because your property taxes go up. Now look at homeowners insurance, right? Think about what's happening in the homeowner insurance. Think about all the natural shit that's happening with the weather. Fires, you know, floods, things like that. Some places are becoming uninsurable. Look at Florida. I mean, Joanna, um, she has to join her. She wanted us to speak about insurance in Florida for years, right? Mm -hmm. Our producer, Jordana. Oh, Jordana. I think you said Joanna. It sounded like you said Joanna. Oh, my bad. I'm tripping. Jordana. (laughs) (laughs) I said Joanna? Yeah, it sounded like you said Joanna. I'm tired. (laughs) Sorry, Jordana. My bad. Maybe it did sound like that. But Jordana wanted us to talk about um, homeowners insurance because in Florida, the, the price of homeowners insurance have skyrocketed, right? For various different reasons that I'm not going to get into today. Right. Um, and that has increased people's mortgage payments as well. So that's why I kind of wanted to have this conversation today to let our audience know, because mo- a lot of these people are first time home buyers, first generation homeowners, and people, especially when you're buying at 7% interest rates. And this takes us back to our conversation yesterday too, where I was like, if you can't afford the house, don't buy it yeah. because you're buying at a higher price. You're buying at a higher interest rate, which means that you're buying at the higher price. That means you're buying at higher property taxes also. And now next year, even if you are refinancing, the money you think you might save may not be saved because your escrow payment will probably go up because your home has to appreciate it. Even if you're going, if you're appreciating three to 5% in equity, it's still appreciation which means there's a great possibility that your property taxes can increase as well. Um, so you have to pay attention to this 
when you're um, buying a house. Also, here's another thing. You guys got to pay attention to when you're buying property and you're looking at homes for sale, make sure that the taxes that are being advertised with that listing are accurate. Because sometimes people will have exemptions. Like if you're military, if you're a pastor, mm -hmm. you know, if you're disabled, certain counties will offer discounts on the property taxes. And sometimes I've seen these discounts being advertised like, hey, this property has low taxes for the area. Da -da 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 -da. It's only 7000 when the whole area is probably like 12000 Yeah. And what and people will say, oh, this taxes is low. My payment is low. That means the current homeowner have those exemptions. Those exemptions don't carry over to you. Yeah. Because if you're not disabled, if you're not a veteran, if you don't meet the qualifications of why that homeowner has exemptions, then you don't get it. And people do their numbers sometimes based off of that. I've seen times when we get deals in contract, appraisals done, then when we get the title report back, which shows us what's the, um, the accurate taxes, the numbers are completely off completely off from what the listing yeah, presents yeah. and there's nothing you can do like it's nothing you do because in every listing it says buyer must do their own due diligence mm. you know what i'm saying so it's not like you go it's not like you at a store and you buying something that's that's advertised for sticker. for sticker and you think and they had the wrong sticker price on it it's like yo you got to honor this now yeah no 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 this ain't one of those situations this is oh we're gonna redo the numbers and it's either yeah. you afford it or not. So you have to really pay attention to all of this when you out here shopping for homes and then post-closing when you purchase your home, you guys have to be prepared for your mortgage payment to go up every single year. Because when you have a 30-year fixed rate, it doesn't mean your mortgage payment is fixed for the life or for 30 years. It means the principal and interest payments is fixed because it's tied into that interest rate. But the T and the I aren't. The T and the, the P and the I is. Yeah. And the T and the I ain't. Right. So, any questions? No, I was that was pretty clear to to the point. Now I understand what that what that uh, what that means. But what I'm what I'm trying to figure out is if your payment always is going to always go up, is it happening more frequently now as opposed to let's say ten years ago? Absolutely, it's happening more frequently now because what has happened over the past three to four years, yeah. home prices have skyrocketed. Yeah. So it's definitely happening more now, but this is something that happens every single year when you are in an appreciated market. Mm -hmm. Now, here's, here's the flip side of the coin. If the market depreciates, right, then technically your taxes should go down a little bit. Right. And that has happened from, I've only seen this happen during the Great Recession. Okay. When market crash, yeah, then property taxes went lower, right? Because the assessments were lower. Um, now, here's another thing I want to tell you. Everybody, every county has the um, a process. It's called you can grieve your taxes. Okay. So if you get your assessment, let's just say they'd say your house is worth eight hundred thousand, but you see the comps are saying it's worth six hundred fifty thousand. Right. It's right? a big difference. It's a big difference. And it's never really that significant. I'm just using right. this as an example, right? You can now grieve your taxes with the county. What, what do you mean by grieve? Basically, hey, your numbers are wrong. My house ain't worth 800000 My house is worth six hundred and fifty. Here's some comparable sales. Hell, I'll get my own independent appraisal 
look at this. It's a whole process that you have to go through. Okay. Um, there's a lot of companies out here that you can work with and hire, and they can grieve the taxes on your behalf. Mm-hmm. And they'll charge you like a percentage of what they save you. So if they save you a thousand bucks, they may charge you three hundred dollars for their services or something like that. You know what I mean? Is it worth going through something like that to <sighs> it's a to gift offset? And, it's a gift and a curse, right? Because you could be opening Pandora's box too. Right. So let's just say <clears throat> like during this high appreciation time, I tell folks don't even waste your time grieving your taxes because nine times out of ten, the assessment is gonna be lower than what the market value truly is. Hmm. Right, because it's two different. The way the towns assess and way an appraisal is, it's, it's the same, but it's different. They always come in a little bit lower than what true market value is. Who comes in? Which one? Oh, the the, uh, the assessment will come in assessment, lower. Okay. True market value might be fifty to a hundred thousand dollars higher, fifty thousand, seventy thousand, twenty five thousand, whatever. Right, mm-hmm. but the assessment from what I've seen, even just my own personal properties, is always lower. Okay. Right. So if you're grieving your taxes, you better have a good case. Because if you grieve them and they actually can find your house is worth more and they underassess you and that could raise your property taxes. Oh, I see. So because they already underassessed you, then there's no reason to open up, you know, more issues and kind of because you're basically saying that they're already giving you a less than market value on your house. Exactly. So there's no need to keep fighting that and try to get anything lower. Exactly. Got you. Okay. Exactly. So you got to be very mindful of when you when you're trying to do this grieving process that you really have all your ducks in a row. Yeah. And I would recommend hire a professional who specializes in this. There's companies that grieve your taxes. There's um, property tax attorneys um, mm-hmm. that can grieve your taxes. Um, just make sure you get all the information possible. Yeah. Before you start the process, because you don't want to o- open up Pandora's box, quite frankly. Right. So, again, this is the reason why your mortgage payment will increase in 2023, 2024, 2025, yeah. and beyond. This is something that we have to take in consideration. Even if you go to refinance, let's just say interest rates drop to 4% in a couple of years. You're locked in at 7% right now. You might save 3% of interest, and it, and, and it could lower your payment overall, Yeah, but maybe not as much because... From the time you purchased the house to what is valued now, your property tax can increase by several thousand dollars over that time as well, which will eat eat up some of those savings. Yeah. From your refinance. So <clears throat> again, this is why I was saying yesterday, make sure you can afford this bad boy. Because home ownership is expensive. Yeah. It's expensive. You get a lot of benefits of it, obviously, but we have to, if we're gonna talk about the good of ownership, investing, we got to talk about the bad right? at the same time. So this is the bad. Is there anybody who can, Let's. Is, does military pay taxes or they pay less? Like, is there anybody who doesn't pay taxes or? Yeah, there's certain situations where you have military folks that won't pay taxes. Like we have someone in um, OM648 says they don't pay property taxes. They're probably disabled military. I'm not sure. Um. OM648, are you disabled military? Tell us in the comments why you said you don't pay property taxes so the audience um, who's watching this on the live with us um, can have a better understanding. But in most, in some of those cases, that's what he is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, you can get heavily discounted taxes. Like I know um, in certain counties, if you're like a pastor or something like that, right. they'll give you a discount. Okay. Um, if you, if you like, um, 
like sometimes they'll give you exemptions on like your school taxes if you uh, mm. qualify for certain pro um, um, programs. They got like homestead <clears throat> exemptions. So there's certain different things out there that you can save money on your property taxes. This is now, this is on all properties or this is just primary uh, residence? Primarily if, for primary residence. Okay. For investment properties, there's really not too many um, savings out there. Okay. Um, or programs. OM648, veteran, 100, 100% disabled. Thank you for your service and thank you for watching OM648. We salute you. All right. Um, but yeah, for investment properties, um, you really don't see. Now, there's also tax abatements, right? So when you see new development, like yeah. especially a lot in like Manhattan and Brooklyn, um, they'll say they, the, the developer got tax abatements from the city um, for building a development project, a right. condo project or something like that. And now the developer can pass off those tax abatement savings to whoever purchases in a building. And those abatements can be five years, they can be 10 years, it just depends. You oh, know? I see. Like, and that happens like in new development construction, that happens in like, so I've, I've even seen um, in certain counties because they want to promote development and investment yeah. to regentrify and stuff like that. Right. So they'll promote tax abatements for the developer or the builder and those things can be passed on, but those abatements are for a certain period of years, usually like between five and 20 years, just depending on the entire situation. And tax abatements is what exactly? What is that? What is Basically, that? The, the county or the city is giving the developer or right. the builder an incentive to build in that area. Right. So they make their property taxes cheaper, a little basically none, because you're building in an area that they want to re redevelop. So, like, Brooklyn, for a prime example, look at Brooklyn over the past few years. Like, Brooklyn went through a whole gentrification, I would say, over the last 15 years. Yeah. It was, it was a lot of Brooklyn was bang, bang, shoot them up in slums. Right. Right? Now, you can't even fucking, you can't even think about moving in certain these areas, right? Like, yeah. look at Williamsburg. Look how much they developed Williamsburg, Brooklyn, for example. Williamsburg, Brooklyn was nothing. 15 years ago, warehouses is not where you really wanted to be, but it got some of the best waterfront views. Now look at what you're seeing in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. You have some of the high-rise condos, penthouses. It's like all artsy, but a lot of those buildings came with tax abatements. Mm. A lot of tax abatements to get development to go there, developers to go there and build, and now those homeowners are enjoying these tax abatements but cheaper taxes, but at some point, they're going to expire. So when they expire, then the you, people who live in there have to pay more? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you go back, you go to market rate now. So after your abatement is over, you go to market rate. Is that why when new developments like first open up, it's usually cheaper to get people in there? Or it's just because... It's, um, it's, it's both. It's right okay. to get the developers to go in and develop and get the buyers to go in there to buy. Yeah, the prices always go up on those. Uh, Absolutely. Always. Absolutely. What... It's going to go up. Yeah. It's, it, it has to, right? So there's a lot of uh, uh, factors that comes into play when you are buying real estate. And you have to account for this. If you are a home buyer, especially if you are penny pension to purchase a house, you can be setting yourself up for failure. This is why I always speak about don't be house rich and cash poor. Because at any given moment... That new mortgage payment comes in and say, hey, we just paid 
you have an escrow shortage of $5,000 or $3,000. Now your mortgage payment increased by that difference. Yeah. It's due immediately. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's a lot that comes with home ownership. That's why I said it takes a certain level of maturity, discipline, financial stability. You should never buy a house if you're not stable, financially stable. Makes sense. Sometimes it's good just to wait it out. Yeah, it's a lot, man. I'm starting to, the more you talk about this stuff, the more I realize I'm like, yo, this is crazy. It ain't, <laughs> this is it, it crazy. crazy. I still will, I will still own versus rent. No, yeah. Any day yeah. of the week because you know what else increases every single year? Uh, Your rent. Rent prices, yeah. Three to five percent. You just not, you know why it increases? Because owner ownership expenses increases. Yeah. So who's paying for it? The tenant. That's a fact. So, it's like you pick your poison. Because you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. Either which way, you're going to pay more money. So, what side of the fence do you want to be on? The ownership side or the, or the renting side? And there's nothing wrong with either. I tell you guys, I rent right now. Right? I own also. Mm-hmm. But it's, it serves a purpose. Yeah. Me renting right now serves a purpose. Until garlic garlic is done, then I can move in and get rid of this rent because it doesn't serve me. It serves a purpose of shelter, but I hate paying it every month. Yeah, it annoys me. But it may not annoy you. Nah, I, I would definitely want to live in a spot like that for sure. <laughs> for sure. Do you want to pay for it though? Um, I wouldn't mind paying for it because I mean, for me, I just you know. I would want to be able to walk around and do whatever I want to do and not feel like I'm in a house I don't want to be in, you know? Yeah, but, you know, you got to look at it, though, man. Like, all of this shit is the gift and the curse at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah. Any way you slice the bread, like, because yeah. you're going to pay, you nothing is free in life. Right. You're going to pay either which way, whether I'm paying a rent or a mortgage, they're both annoying as fuck. <laughs> like, it's like you see money in, money go out. Yeah. Right? But I'd rather have the mortgage debt because... That's a tool for me to build wealth. So if I'm paying that, essentially I'm paying myself. I'm paying the bank, but I'm paying myself. Right. You know, with future wealth creation. So it's an investment at the end of the day. Yeah, that's how I would look at it too. So I'd be, I would definitely use it for, that's what I'm saying. If, if it looks nice, I could film wherever I want. I ain't got to worry about certain things being in the way and, um, and so on. So, yeah. Yeah, like, um, it's a beautiful thing, man. But I just want everybody to, you know, um, who's watching this, and make sure you like like this video, share it with some people. How many people we got on here? We got over 250 people on here right now, and we don't have enough likes on this video. So if this was some good information that you just learned um, in the first 25 minutes of this video, do me a favor. Uh, like, comment, share, subscribe. Hit the bell for notifications. Uh, let's make this channel the number one real estate channel in the planet because I give you real information no fluff all right real information no fluff. and thank you very much are we taking calls today calls yeah um i i guess <laughs> tooks don't want to take calls no i mean i i didn't know he was doing that i mean you, we never know what we're gonna do we just gotta always be prepared for everything in life but if you think this is good information, drop some gems in the comment too. All right? Did you know about the escrow account? 
prior to this conversation? Did, do you understand the escrow account? Do you have any questions pertaining to the escrow account? Right? Let me know in the comments. Maybe we'll, instead of taking calls today, next week we'll, when we get back from Houston Tooks, we got to get back to, to the call-in show because I want to take calls. Yeah, we could do that once we get uh, everything set up. Everything is set up already. Um, when we get the other stuff we need. So y'all should be pointing, the, the Tooks will put the camera on him, right? Because y'all complain about me on the phone, but this whole 25 minutes, all this guy's doing is on the phone. Right, I just picked up my phone. Nah, bro. The whole twenty-five sidebar. I just the whole. This guy's always on the phone lately, right? He's Mr. Big Podcaster now. He got all these interviews lined up. This is always on the phone. That has nothing to do with interviews. (laughs) This guy's always on the phone. That has nothing to do with interviews at all. (laughs) There's some stuff going on behind the scenes. Yo, my guy Sean is in here. My guy Sean is in the building. Shout out to Sean. He's the one who helped me out with the uh, the forex stuff. Okay, shout out yeah, to Sean. Yeah, I heard Sean. Sean had a nice little uh, teaching session with you. Yeah, definitely for free. Yeah, nah, I was. I really appreciate that. Shout sure. out to Sean. Drop some gems in the comment for Sean. Um, yes, if you can explain more what an escrow is, please use escrow account. It saves you in the long run. Yeah, I mean, look, I like. Um, it depends, right? Because there's properties that I have that I don't escrow. And I have to manage my own property and taxes because those are investment properties. Wait, 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 hold on. See, that's where you lost me. What do you mean you, don't, so, you didn't escrow? All right. So let me explain this to you. When you're doing an FHA loan, okay, you have to escrow. You have to escrow. You have to escrow. You don't get an option. Gotcha. So what do you have? When you do a VA loan, I'm going to break it down for you. When, you. when you do a VA loan, you have to escrow. You don't get an option. Mm. When you do a conventional loan, depending on the lender, and how much of a down payment you're putting down. I believe if you put down less than 20% with most lenders, they're going to require... Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply you to escrow some might be 15 percent don't quote me on this but it's between 15 20 percent that you have to escrow once you get above that threshold you don't have to escrow they give you the option of do you want to pay your escrow on your own or do you want us to manage it 
If, yeah, yeah. if you choose to pay the escrow on your own, there will be a fee. And usually they'll charge you a higher interest rate, slightly. A quarter percent higher, eighth of a point higher. A bank may charge you a $2,000 fee for it. Who knows, right? But yeah. you're going to pay something for you paying your own escrow because it's more of a risk of, to the bank yeah. of you managing it, right? When you're doing um, non-QM loans, you have the option of non-QM is non-qualified mortgages. That means yeah. it's not being sold to Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, um, Ginny Mae, right? So when you're doing non-QM, those are portfolio loans, and you'll get the option of escrow or not escrow. Okay. And, you know, and most non-QM loans, LLC loans and yeah. investment loans fall in that category. So you have the option of not escrowing. Like commercial loans, for the majority part, is no escrow as well. So it's ta- it's all it's all four or it's just the two? Taxes and insurance or it's principal? Typically, if you're not, no, principal and interest is always. So then you just, it's taxes and insurance. It's, it's the, the TNI. Escrow, TNI. Correct. Right. It's always the TNI. The TNI, you get the. You the TNI is all you get the the, the option to exactly right. whether okay. you want to escrow or not. But for FHA, VA, first time home buyer type of programs, escrow. Now, what if um you decide to do it on your own? Is there more maintenance? Like, because technically yeah, you have to pay your bill. So you got to be so when those letters come in, you yeah, be on top of that. you got to be on top of it. You got to pay your bill. Okay, That's and if you don't pay pay your bill, and the bank bank will monitor it. And then they'll they'll foreclose your house. A hundred percent. If you don't pay your homeowner's insurance, they'll do what's called a forced placed insurance, right? And they'll just buy their own policy to protect them, and you have to pay them back for it. And it's going to be probably double of the price, damn. Because it's a forced placed insurance policy. Has there been any situations yes. where people don't check their mail and they're like, oh, yes. I didn't... yes. How many months does it take for you to for, it, to, for them to foreclose if it, you miss? Oh, if you don't... it's not months. It'll probably take a year or two in this market. Oh, damn. So I'm sure there's... Oh, yeah, they're on it. Yeah. They're monitoring. So they have a whole department, things, and technology now to monitor all the non-escrow accounts and seeing what's up with these tax bills. Are they getting paid on time? Damn. Is that the same as not paying your taxes? Like um, Your income taxes? Your income taxes? No, that's totally different. Totally different. Income so you... taxes to the IRS. Okay, so this is just like you just... This is to the county, Nassau county. county, Suffolk County, town of Hunterton. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oyster Bay, Town of Hempstead, Queens County. You're paying them. Right. Yeah. Okay. I learned a lot today, man. And we freestyled this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. And this was a freestyle. Damn, Drop some gems in the comment for MG. Because I'll be honest with y'all. We don't be knowing what we're talking about. So wait, hold on. So what's the difference between an escrow account and what Nipsey was talking about in his song? The escrow accounts that he's talking about is like basically in your bank. You plan like lawyers will have escrow accounts, right? So when you're doing real estate transactions, if you're giving your down payment money to the attorney, they're putting it in an escrow account, right? Okay. And that's just an account where they hold customers' money. That's it? Yeah, basically. Okay. So it's not there. It's not that escrow account is separate, separate from their operating account. And why is that a flex? Why is that a flex? Is because look, I'm doing different types of business deals, so we throw money in escrow accounts because we 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 closing deals. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like so, if I'm if I'm going to buy a house, like I just I just went into escrow. That means I just deposited money 
into escrow because I'm in contract to buy a house. Copy, copy. It's okay. a flex. We ain't dealing with savings and check-ins. We dealing with escrow accounts, player. We closing deals. <laughs> That's dope. I always, I always, I always went over my head, but I always wanted to know what that meant. I just <laughs> looking it up to be honest. Well, this is what we have for talks is to give information for the people to learn from and be able to go out here and execute on their real estate goals. But this is a very important conversation. And this is a conversation that's not had a lot. Yeah. Because when you think about the whole real estate landscape, especially online, everybody's running to play. Yeah. It's always running to play, which I'm all for running to play. Let's not get it twisted. I love running a good play. But you have to understand there are pros and cons to everything. And not everything is going to be fucking a bag of gold at the end of a rainbow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, there's real life situation. This is a real life situation. This is why I always say, too, maturity. When, and I say mindset. Because you have to go into the mindset of ownership. Like, you got to go into this mature, like, disciplined. Being able to pay your bills. Like, if you can't pay your sprint bill, what the fuck makes you think you can pay a mortgage? Yeah. Hello? You don't even pay your goddamn light bill on time. That's a fact. You don't pay your sprint bill on time or your Verizon bill on time. You don't pay none of your bills on time. They're all late. What makes you think you can afford a house? Because those bills come 15 days before the due date. When mortgage payments? Oh, I get my mortgage. Well, my mortgage, my, my mortgage, I get alerts, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that alert come. Like, yo, pay your bill. It's due. Coming up. Damn. This is real. This is no joke. So you got to understand, like, everything that comes along with this. And you got to understand, like, your 2000 3000 4000 mortgage payment will increase at some point. It will go up. This is just real life. This is what happens. Yeah. And there's nothing you can do about it. Nothing you can do about it. No. You chose this life. You chose to come to the dark side. Why do you think we're say welcome to the dark side? <laughs> it's the gift and the curse, man. And it's important that we, we just don't speak about all the good all the time. It's important that we speak about what are the cons of this because people just truly don't know none of this information. You just hear, yo, I need 3.5% to buy a house. They don't talk about closing costs. They don't talk about the maintenance. They don't talk about the utilities. No one talks about none of this stuff. I think I'm more I'm, I'm more interested in how people are paying for this stuff. They got I jobs, be, man. Yeah, yeah, but I don't know. It's what, like, what do you mean you don't know? <laughs> there's some people I know who own houses, and I'm just like, how are you? What? Like, what are you doing that you are able to afford this? And especially out here, kind of, it's kind of interesting. So. I mean, that's what that's what I'm more interested in finding out how people are making this money to be able to over to afford two homes, keep up with payments, have kids. You know what I mean? You do what I do because you just <laughs> <laughs> like you do what I do, bro. Run your play. Yeah. Every single day. I don't even know if plays though. Huh? I don't even know if some of these people are running plays. 
Nah, I mean, people got people can afford it. Let's let's not think like people ain't everybody's broke. Not everybody's broke. No, hundred percent. I'm saying the people that some people that I know that own, I'm just like, how do they afford it? Like, really? You got crib? Interesting. Yeah, because they running their plays, bro. Yeah. People got more money than you think. Let's not get it twisted. Uh, not everybody's spending their money. I said the people that I know. That I've, that I I'm not talking about just everyday, like, random people. I'm saying, like, people I know. Well, that's why I'm telling you that the people that you know got more money than you probably think. Or there could be something else going on. Or they could probably have somebody else pay for it. I don't hey, know. This this is not rat TV, tools. Okay? <laughs> what you mean it's not rat we don't, TV? We don't talk about what other people are doing. I'm not saying no names. <laughs> we don't even I'm mention, not saying no names. We don't even that. think about it. <laughs> not on this channel. Okay, what people yeah, do is what saying. they do. What 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 people do is what people do. If people want to do people shit, let them do people shit. Yeah, you that's know? a fact. All day, no problem. Go do your people stuff, ladies and gentlemen. We yeah, don't that's a fact. We don't do care. income house ass. See, that's what I'm saying. Some people will say like, "Oh, they're doing it by themselves." I just say, yeah. I say, nah, I don't know, bro. Yeah, people. I mean, do income. Look, and this is why. You, this is why some people are miserable in their relationships, but they stay just because they need the other source of income. Yeah. But this is why I also always say, too, one stream of income is too close to being broke. Yeah. Like, you really have to figure out how do you make more money. I don't care if it makes you a, another $200 <laughs> a month. That's a bill. No, that's a fact. No, I was looking at the comments. It's pretty funny. Well, what's funny? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you really you see the comments? Nah, I, I can't see it. You got me on this little ass fucking. Oh, you don't have a uh, you don't have your phone checking the comments. Nah, this guy, you talking I'm, about me on the phone? You're not even look. See, yeah, look I'm, doing, I'm doing. I'm doing. I'm, caught, do, I'm, I'm doing other things right now. I'm doing other things right now. Caught Some, him. Something else came caught. up real quick. <laughs> like yeah. something else came up. But what, mm -hmm. what 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 was the comment? Um, Tuke saying the trap bumping. <laughs> Word. <laughs> Tooks over here, like, you know what I mean? Like, trying to set these people up for failure real quick. I wasn't even talking about all that. I was just saying, like, people, like, dual income, basically. Nah, you know what I actually was looking at? To make sure my storage bill was paid. Oh, uh, see, so you got, you got, look, you, got, you guys got a witness right here. What? What was the witness? Oh, I'm the witness. The witness of, of what? Of you not paying your bills on time. No, no, no. My this shit was paid on the fourth. Oh, oh yeah. I, I didn't. I didn't see when we was talking about paying your uh -huh. bills and everything like yeah, that. Yeah. I seen all the other things that came out this month, and this mommy like, yo, did my start? And I look yeah. at the day. I was like, this is Seven Eleven. This is what you sound like when you're on the phone with customer service, explaining to them why you, you know, why you want your. You well, know, thank God for auto feedback. Thank, yeah, yeah, yeah. thank, <laughs> thank God for auto pay. Okay? Yo. <laughs> and, it's, and and look. Just in real talk, it says, I, and I'm looking at an email because I got to search public storage, right? On June 12th, they're talking about your upcoming storage payments are coming for August. On June, on July 12th, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, bro. Yeah. No, that's all right. I mean, auto pay works, though. Yeah, but sometimes you got to make sure, man. Like, and it just, you know, 328 was paid on July 4th. Like, like you got you to gotta make sure, bro, because. I, I don't make sure. No, I'm going to definitely make sure. I got a lot of stuff in storage. Oh, okay. And I had a, a little fucking a couple months ago, like a little... Uh, I'm the, just trolling you right now, bro. I, I, I don't care. It. I'm explaining it because I'm like, yo, I almost... Niggas almost sold my shit. <laughs> like, you know oh, saying? word? 
You don't remember when we had um um Ramel on here and I was talking that's why I was so pissed off? Yeah. And I'm like, yo, wait a minute, because these fools, like, um, the card expired that I had on the auto pay, and I didn't even realize for the storage thing. And it was not even 30 days late. It was, like, in the middle of the month. And something just told me, like, to go check my account or whatever the case may be. And I saw that it wasn't paid, but I had an alert on a joint talking about they going to auction off my shit. Damn. And I'm like, yo, that's crazy. So I, I paid a couple months up front. When I saw that, I was like, you know what? I don't even want to. I put the new card in, and I put like two or three months up front. This was like three, four months ago. So that's why when we was just talking about that right now, it triggered me in my head. Like, wait a minute, <laughs> did I see the public storage go through? Let me check right now. That's why I, went, yeah. I searched my email just to make mm-hmm. sure. Customer service phone calls to see fun with you, yo. Hey, <laughs> we all go through it, yo. Yeah, I, I, I'm exempt. Yeah. Nah, hundred percent. Like. Uh, Ain't ain't no ain't nobody exempt. Yep, on August first it comes out the next one. So like, ain't nobody exempt for missing a late payment and stuff like that. That shit is like that happens, y'all. Like, yeah, I know some on. rich people that miss payments, not purposely or intentionally. It's just like, yo, sometimes things slip when you think it's on auto pay or something like that. Yeah. Like, think about if you have a lot of credit cards. Sometimes something might go through some fraud activity. You got to shut that card down. Like, shit happens, yo. And if you're mm-hmm. busy and you're moving and shaking and you're managing multiple different things, like, yo, you got to make sure, like, yo, like, even for my mortgages, everything's on auto pay. But I make sure. Yeah. Because it'll just be that that one time that something come up and you ain't thinking about it. And the next thing you know, you got a 30-day late on your credit report and your credit drops and you now got to fight with them to get it removed because of something they may have had an error on. Yeah. You know, like that shit happens, yo. I just, I know in my head, I know when my car payment comes out, I'd be like, yeah, nah, I got to make sure I check to see when it's coming out just to make sure it does. And um, yeah, that's a priority to me. It's always been bigger payments like that. So yeah, you have to, you have, you have to. And again, this is a, this is, and we're speaking about, this is financial management. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This is the discipline. You have to make sure that you understand about your escrow account. You have to understand about your homeowner's insurance. You have to understand about the bills that you are signing up to pay. We all are signing up to pay debt at the end of the day. We have to be responsible enough to pay them. And just because the technology affords us a little more flexibility, you still have to personally go through your bank statements, your credit card statements, however you're paying it, Mm -hmm. to ensure things are still being paid. Because at the end of the day, the technology could have a glitch. Something could happen. And if that thing don't get paid, guess what? They're going to report your ass. Even if it's their fault. You 30 days late, they're going to report you. Yeah. I've seen this happen so many times. It's happened to me. Where it's like, dude, it ain't even my fault. Yeah. It ain't huh? even my fault. <laughs> they don't care, though. No, they don't give a they damn. They don't care. But now your credit score just dropped 100 points mm-hmm. plus because of something that wasn't your fault. Or it was your fault. Yeah. Right? Because technically, it really is. It's your fault, but it's my fault because I wasn't following up. So, yep. I've been there. I've been there. We all been there. I'm still going through it. Like I was saying to you before we got on. Um, yeah. yeah. Dealing with that nonsense. Shit happens. Yeah. No one's exempt from the shit happening. <laughs> yeah. No, 100%. Even when you think you're doing things right, it's like. Things happen. You know, it's like, damn, I didn't even know that. <laughs> no, things happen. 
Like, we're human, y'all. Yeah. Like, I don't care how much money somebody has. We're all human. We all make mistakes. We all get busy. We all do something where we forget. Yeah. And it could be the smallest little thing. And that thing could wreck your credit. And it's like, damn, y'all. Yep, that's what I'm going through right like, now. Like, that's damn, nonsense. yo. Damn. Like, like, why didn't I do this? <laughs> well, I, I had no control over it because I was, uh, I lost my job. So, um, somebody mentioned, uh, MG, I have late payments on my credit, but I have a 700 plus across all three bureaus after rebuilding. Is it going to affect me being able to secure a mortgage? Say that again. Yo, MG, I have late payments on my credit, but I have a 700 plus across all three bureaus after rebuilding. Is it going to affect me being able to secure a mortgage? How, if the payments are over 12 months, no. Really? If yeah, if it's over 24 months, definitely not. But if it's late payments on mortgages, mm. then it could potentially hurt you because you have a history of not paying your bills. But... Again, seasoning. Remember we were talking about seasoning the other day? Yeah. Once you hit a seasoning, um, depending on the product and the program, there's seasoning require there's a seasoning guideline for late payments on mortgage, late payments on anything else. So some products will allow for you to have one late payment on your mortgage. Like even on your mortgage, you can have one late payment in third in the, in the last twelve months, uh, a thirty day late, right? It's yeah. called one times thirty, right? So one times thirty times 12, right? So that means you've got one late payment on one 30-day late payment over the past 12 months, right? But then that then that will, and if you've been on any of my classes, shout out to all my people in the Learning Center. We got a class in 30 minutes, by the way. But I show you how the matrix and I show you how to read them. So now that would take you from one bucket of matrix to lower and that means yeah. you'll get a higher interest rate because of because of your late payment. So it shouldn't hinder hinder you, especially if they're older payments. But it sounds like it is because they have over 700 credit score right now. So yeah, yeah. sounds like it was older. So they should be fine. I think what I learned the other, I was like two weeks ago, I had somebody, um, I had a finance manager on my podcast and he was saying that the credit score isn't as important as people make it. It's a, it's more about payment history and what's on your, on your credit. Like they want to see if you've had cars in your name or if you paid them off, you can have a good score. But if you don't have any, you know, like for me, like I have one credit card. So I know I should have had more, you know what I'm saying? In order for me to get approved because I paid off vehicles before. Mm -hmm. So I think payment history is definitely what's more important. Yeah, man. Payment history is very important. Or credit history, I'm sorry. And pay, credit right. history and payment history. Right. Equally as important, both of them, right? So most people think, yo, my credit score is at 780. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I deserve the best of everything. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, you don't. Yeah. Because if you only got a fucking two thousand dollar credit card, mm -hmm. and you try and get a uh, uh, five hundred thousand, uh, yeah, you uh, your credit report is your report card. Yeah, your credit report is your adult report card. It's basically telling banks who you are and how you manage your debt. Facts. So if you don't have a lot of debt, and this is as backwards to be honest with you, because you would think like if you have no debt, then you yeah. should be, you know, um, a good borrower. That's what I always thought. Because I'm like, yo, I don't have, I don't have 
a crib. I have a car, but it's it's a lease. So like I don't, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> but we don't care about that. Yeah, I know. So I didn't I didn't know that. But I mean, know. a lease helps. It's a trade line, right? Yeah. So it's an active trade line. But we want to see more revolving debt. We want to see more installment debt. We want to see multiple trade lines, right? Yeah. So it's good to have credit cards open. Just manage them properly. Like people would talk about credit cards like it's the devil, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's only the devil if you mismanage it. Yeah. It's like people say money is the root of all evil. I disagree with that because you was who you was before you got here. Right. I firmly believe that. So if you was evil before money, you're going to be evil with money. If you're a good person with money, before money, you're going to be a good person after money. That's true. I firmly believe that. Yeah, same. So it's not the money who's who's changing you. It's you was just, that was just you. Now mm-hmm. you had the confidence. Right to change and be an asshole now, right? Um, so credit is one of those things where it's a tricky, finicky thing, and any little thing can kind of bump your scores down. Yeah. Um, but the way you can bump it down is the way you can bump it back up to So even when I tell people you have low credit scores, all right, what's keeping it low? Figure that out. Yeah. And most of the time it's just pay your, pay your bills. I say it all the time. The best credit repair is pay your bills. Mm-hmm. Pay your bills. And then when you get your bills, paid off and your scores start building up, you get to a certain level, get yourself some credit cards, get get trade lines on there. I don't care if it's a $500 freaking secured card. Use it like a gas card. Use it, pay it off. Use it, pay it off. Rebuild the relationship with the banks because all of this is about relationship building, right? Like if if I if I came to you and said, yo, Tooks, I want 500000 from you. I got a 700 credit score, but I got... I got a, a five thousand dollar credit card. That's it. Would you want to lend me five thousand five hundred thousand dollars? It's tough. I get what you're saying, but, but would you really want to lend me your five? If I didn't know you, yeah. Okay. Pro- uh, no, but if if I if before this conversation, I w- I would I would have said yeah, because mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I know you got money, you know what I'm saying. But then. If I don't know you, then you, you yeah. Know. But you can say yeah, you know you got money. But what if my credit report is shit? Oh, if it's shit, then yeah. Then exactly my point, right? Right. So it don't matter how much money you have. It doesn't matter. Yeah. What if my, what if my history of paying back debt is shit? I yeah. can still have money, but I have a terrible habit of paying late mm-hmm. and not paying on time. Now you gotta chase me for your money. Yeah, definitely don't want to do that. Exactly my point. Yeah. So you gotta put yourself in the lender in the lender seat as well. When you're when you're out here looking to borrow, you gotta ask yourself: Would you lend to yourself? Would I lend to myself? In the chat, please. That's a good way to look at it, though. In the chat, please. Would you lend to yourself? Be honest with yourself. Would you lend money to yourself? Would you lend yourself a half a million dollars? Would you lend yourself seven hundred fifty thousand dollars? Would you lend yourself three hundred thousand dollars? Be honest in the comments. Yes in chat or no. Yes in chat or no? Yeah. That's uh, it's a good way to look at it. You got to look at this like that, right? Yeah. What'd you lend to yourself? So what happens when you get into a situation that's like older and, you know, people do change, you know, with, more, with time comes, well, hopefully comes more knowledge when you learn and you, you learn from your mistakes. So, they're going to base the they're going to base whatever you've done in the past you know what i'm saying yeah but it's a seasoning thing right so if you got hiccups 
six years ago and you cleaned up your act in the in the in the past three to four years, yeah, then okay, I can give you a chance because it's like you rehabilitated yourself. Okay. Yeah. Like I, I always didn't have good credit. I would had shit credit. I had shitty credit multiple times in my life. It happens. Yeah. I had better credit when I didn't even have a job. Isn't that weird? No, it's not. Because like when I didn't even have a job throughout my all throughout all my twenties and I was dancing and all that stuff and I had like BS jobs. I had like pretty decent credit. I was like seven forty. Okay. One credit card somehow. But <laughs> like it's crazy. I don't get it. It makes no sense. And now, you know, I make money and because of whatever happened during COVID, it's like I'm still being penalized for that. Well, it's fresh. It's new. I guess. You gotta rebuild, bro. I, I, that's what I'm doing. But. That's it. You just, you just got, you just got to rebuild right now. Yeah. And it's a process, and it takes a little bit of time. But as you rebuild, you'll be right. You'll be good. Well, that's what we're here for—to learn. Yep, ladies and gentlemen, that's what we're here for. How long? How long we been on this for? Because I, I, I got to go on a class. Fifty-four minutes. Fifty-four minutes, and we said we was gonna be on here for forty-five minutes tops. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. So we had a good conversation today. Um, if you learned something today in this conversation, please put some gems in the chat. Uh, I thought this was a good conversation. We talked about, uh, your escrow account and why your mortgage payment will go up. We broke that down mm -hmm. into details. And then I don't know how we got into this other conversation. Well, it all tied in with the credit and being responsible. No, this is a really good conversation. Yeah. We stayed on, on topic and we stayed, uh, you know, it was relative to real estate. You know, yeah. Make sure everybody go download Rants and Gems podcast, please. On on audio, go download Rants and Gems podcast. Um, we're going to start uploading a lot of the audio on Rants and Gems um, from this channel, and we gotta. When I get this Brandon from Tooks, then we can kind of announce some other things. But just make sure you guys go download. Rants and Gems for Deadly Real Estate Education. Um, that is my podcast, and we're going to put a lot of information on there. So I want you guys to stay tuned and stay tapped in to the audio of what we do as well. All right? We want to be the number one real estate platform in the world. So download, support, leave a five-star review. If you like the YouTube channel, go download Rants and Gems and leave a five-star review. Uh, make sure you guys, how many people watching this live right now? Because um, I can't see it. I know we got oh we got two for twenty or something like that. Two, six, I don't know if it says two sixty six. It tells me on the, two, on the oh, switch. Two sixty six. So we got two sixty six, and we got like a hundred and something likes right now. Make sure you guys like this video. Throw some gems in the comments if you got value from this video. And if you are in the Houston area. Uh, this Thursday, I'm going to be at Bar 5015. We're having a real estate professionals networking event. So I want you guys to pull out. It's from 7 p.m. to midnight on Thursday. Uh, the Houston Real Estate Masterclass that's happening this Friday and this Saturday, July 14th and July 15th. We only have three seats remaining. So you can go to mgbookstore.com and get your tickets for that. And also, you can, uh, the books is all the way over here. I don't feel like reaching over there. <laughs> Pick up some books while you at it. Um, the After Houston will be in Philly on July 27th and July 28th. We have 10 seats remaining. 
for that class, um, you can go to mgbookstore.com and pick up your tickets today. All right. Uh, so pull up on me, H-Town, Houston. I love Houston. I'm looking to have a good time um, while in Houston. I want to meet all the real estate professionals, realtors, loan officers, appraisers, home inspectors, title companies, investors, wholesalers, financial service professionals, whoever you are. If you're aspiring to be in real estate, I want to meet you. Let's, 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 let's shake hands. Let's exchange cards. Let's break some bread in the future. All right? We out of here. Matt Garland, NMLS number 58700, or better known as MG The Mortgage Guy. Peace. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.